Hi, I'm Alex, and I'm super. She is super, and I am natural today. And oh. I will be the Dr. Junkie. You are definitely well, you're, a junkie. You're going to have to be a junkie ninja. Junkie ninja. Dr. Junkie ninja. That's right. <laughs> That's right. And we are the Supernatural, supernatural junkies. junkies. Coming at you. Hey, folks. It's Dr. Dennis from Supernatural Junkies. I just want to talk to you today about Protanum. I've been taking Protanum for a few years, and you know what? I feel a difference. I am younger than my age. At least I think I am. Anyway, Protandum is a strong antioxidant producer in your body because what it does, it causes your body to increase its glutathione production. And glutathione, folks, is the strongest antioxidant your body has. So if you want to keep strong antioxidants in your body and be a healthier you, I suggest you use Protandum. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Supernatural Junkies. We have an extra special episode today because we have a very special guest we with us. we got a special junkie with us. That's right. Not just the usual junkies, which would be Dr. Kevin and Dr. Dennis. Say hello, boys. We hello, boys. A, we have a doctor <laughs> junkie. <laughs> we do have a doctor junkie yes. back again, and I'm so happy to be here. To, supernatural things. He is a supernatural junkie. That's right. And since, why don't you tell us who it is? Well, we have Dr. Dozier back. Our honorary there junkie. Yeah, That's right. We're excited. And uh, we have been talking for the last few months, and, you know, he's been stewing on some things. I know a lot of people were praying for the last election and praying that America was going to remember who we are and mm-hmm. praying that we were going to see repentance and people turning around, and especially with all the lies that, that were coming out, and you thought that this would somehow equate to some kind of turnaround with america and we saw nothing and uh, i think yeah. we all took a long pause long pause a salon pause i mean it was long <laughs> so we're like well they are on fire this morning already with the dad joke already it's so funny because i can uh, he, he always holds back <laughs> laughing because you know i get him going Yes, he does. He gets me, and I especially love these uh, these episodes with Doctor Dozier. And um, yes. you know, and one of the things that he said to me, and um, you know, that we're we aren't likely to see Mm-mm. another political, you know, shift that somehow is going to save America. You know, that America is is refusing to really repent, and and because of that, mm. you know. We're, we're kind of going into this, this, this situation where God, you know, may have to judge America. And, and I think that's a good way to say that because I don't want to steal too many of his words uh, today. So, so welcome, Doc. We're so glad you Finally, can come. yes. Good welcome to be back. here again. Welcome Yay. back. That's right. And, and Dr. Dennis gets to actually be here on this episode. Yeah. Right. I'm looking forward to it. 
I told to Dr. Dozier, you know, he is not a yes man. Who, me? No. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm the Berean in a room, okay? That's right. I am. I'll, say, I'll check what you're saying there, brother. Well, I hey. would say that he is a Berean pastor because I, awesome. I love the fact that the word of God comes out of his mouth almost the first time he, you ask him a question. So. Awesome. Awesome. Yes, and he's, he's calling us to, you know, there's certain things we do have to state in some of the episodes we're going to go through because of the Berean in the room. And you know what? We might mm-hmm. need to put disclaimer on uh, some of the episodes. So that'll be We upcoming. disclaim, Dennis. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, listen. Put do what pump. you want. <laughs> no, no, I agreed. Let, I agreed. Let's start off with a scripture and then we'll get right into it because I do have a question to us to be a segue for dr dozer all right from matthew 24 verse 3 jesus talking about the signs of the end of the age uh now as he sat on the mount of olives the disciples came to him privately saying tell us what will be will these things be and what will be the sign of your coming and of the end of the age and jesus answered and said to them take heed that no one deceives you For many will come in my name, saying, I am the Christ, and will deceive many. And you will hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you are not troubled, for these things must come to pass. But the end is not yet. For nation will rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. And there will be famines, pestilences, and earthquakes in various places. And all these are the beginning of of sorrows then they will deliver you up to tribulation and kill you and you will be hated by all nations for my name's sake and then many will be offended and will will betray one another and will hate one another then many false prophets will rise up and deceive many and because lawlessness will abound the love of many will grow cold but he who endures to the end shall be saved. And this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all of the world as a witness to all the nations, and then the end will come. Doc, as I read this scripture, I don't believe in MAGA. I believe what... what, what it's been prophesied over the last uh, few years about making America great again will never happen without God. So that's why we changed MAGA to make America godly, godly again. again. What right? do you think? Well, first and foremost, uh, and and no, too too many times people say, "Well, I don't want to offend, don't want to assault, or don't take it this way," but I want to say it as it is. I don't think Amen. America, I don't think America's ever been great. Mm-hmm. But I think there have been uh, things that have taken place in this nation that are great mm-hmm. and, and to move us to greatness. Mm-hmm. But whenever we seem to make progress, there is always that opposition, uh, which brings us to a, as you might say, at some points to a standstill. But now it is reversing the fortunes of things. I was recently... Uh, looking at where one university, and I'll say at the University of Michigan, I can say that because it's put out there on the news, University of Michigan. Mm-hmm. The graduation ceremonies, they're gonna have approximately five different graduation ceremonies. Mm. And they're going to be for uh, different races 
and for sexuality. Mm-hmm. And I looked at this, mm-hmm. and I said, this in itself, uh, people love to say, uh, how would you say it, reverse discrimination. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I thought I was making up a word. I thought, because this just shot in my mind on Sunday morning, mm-hmm. uh, these two words, misguided redemption. And I said, okay, I'll have this mm. for those who listen. Oh, I heard of that. When I, when I left uh, worship service for Sunday, I decided to, you know, go on and see, well, is there, is there any such thing? Or did I make this up? Is there any such thing? Well, I think there was a book called Misguided Redemption. And I mm. kind of like looked at what it was about, but it was not about what I was given. Okay. So you can have one thing meant in one way, but the way that this was given to me, and I believe it, 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 it came from uh, the Lord, when something is misguided, what it does is it, it really misses the point. It goes in a totally different direction. It's, it's misguided. And we look at redemption. When we look at redemption, you're either ransoming something or buying something back, redeeming something. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know we've heard, um, we've heard white guilt. You've heard that, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. You've heard white guilt. You've heard this. You've heard that. But I'm looking at that and I said, that's one of the most hypocritical statements that can be made. Mm-hmm. And the reason I'm saying that is this. We're seeing this, as they call reverse discrimination, and you're saying, okay, uh, blacks can come in this space or uh, now they're discriminating against Asians as well when it comes to education, which is blacks can come in this space, but whites can come in this space and this and that and the other. Right, right. Uh, and then they're doing this thing about reparations, giving all this money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Here's the hypocrisy of it all. Mm-hmm. The people who are, as you would say, orchestrating this, mm-hmm. they aren't giving up anything. Right. And here is my here is here was my it was my retort to that. If you believe what you said, mm-hmm. that you need to do retribution, and you believe that uh, you have these groups, and you believe that. Uh, there's white supremacy and we've got to reverse it and we've got to do this. Mm-hmm. Then I asked the question, why is not the president of the United States stepping down and giving his position to a black man? Mm. Why is not, right. why, why is not uh, the secretary of state? Mm-hmm. Why are they not doing the same? Why not all the governors doing the same? So what you're doing is you're getting a middle class or what they may look at as a common people and you're saying these people will pay the price, mm-hmm. but the mm-hmm. elite will not pay the price. Right. No. So in truth, it's not about that at all. No, no. Uh, in doing what Donald Trump was doing, he did some things that were good. Mm-hmm. He did some things that were good. Decent policies. Uh, I like some of the policies. Mm-hmm. Uh, the things that I look at with a person also is, even if you believe if you believe that God may have placed this man in a position for such a time, there are certain things that can be seen in a person that does not reflect God. Absolutely. For example, arrogancy. That does not reflect God, being arrogant. Isn't, isn't that why God gave us wives too, by the way? <laughs> and then you let other people speak of your accomplishments mm-hmm. versus you mm-hmm. doing it. And, yep. and it. and this is no knock on his leadership. I believe he's... Uh, far and above as far as being able to accomplish things in his leadership. I believe he's far beyond the leadership that we have today. But things now are not they never were in the hands of men but I said this about 12 years ago, 11, Mm -hmm. 12 years ago 
I believe that man's government has failed. Amen. And so now we're starting to see, uh, you might say, the fermentation of that. Mm -hmm. So when you say make America great again, no, I don't ever believe it was great. I do not go into this area because of what happened in the past and this Mm -hmm. and that and the other. Mm -hmm. But I look at what's taking place now and the improvements that you did not make. I'm not going to go into the areas of ethnicity because there is no there is no no part of this earth that doesn't have some form of history like ours and in many mm-hmm. cases mm-hmm. worse okay. than ours yep. but, but yeah. at the same time slavery was a sin slavery was a sin and, well slavery and, was a sin absolutely and, and but let's let's not forget about i mean first of all let's put a disclaimer out there uh folks if you don't know dr dozier is a black man he has I'm a little jealous. He has a little Wait, bit more melanin than I do. So he's got Still that, he's got that got good, a, good shiny complexion that I don't have. He also has a nicer, rounder, you know. Hey, hey, hey. Dome. Come on now. Um, His dome is <laughs> immaculate. <laughs> and just going, on, just going on that one. Uh, no words. Unlike, and I, I won't say all, but unlike some, mm-hmm. unlike some, I don't think that I have to always mention slavery because I'm black. Right. And reason being, if you go down through history, mm-hmm. there are very few, if any, ethnic group that has not been in bondage and slavery at some time Absolutely. or another uh, in the history of mankind. Absolutely. So, and some have been, you, you don't want to, you don't want to grade it, but some have lost more people than others mm-hmm. uh, many people might not know it but the United States did not bring in the most slaves in this hemisphere it was Brazil mm. so those are the things they brought in over 1 million Wow! so mm-hmm. you, you need to be aware that it's not just this country and even countries where you have uh, the as you may say the majority are blacks in some of those cases the majority are blacks mm-hmm. because they were once slaves Haiti okay? right. Right. they were once <clears throat> slaves to the mm-hmm. French mm-hmm. okay uh, uh, Cuba, you had the Spanish there, okay? Mm-hmm. And so you, you have to, you know, Britain seems to have gotten a little sense and they ended theirs early. Sure. And as a matter of fact, if you, since we went there, if you go to slavery, uh, countries have their resources and their commodities. Mm-hmm. And this is one of the things that I believe. I believe that if you're going to tell it, you need to tell it truthfully. Absolutely. Okay. When uh, uh, England uh, abolished it, 1833, I believe it was, sometime in that area. Mm-hmm. Um, you still had African kings mm-hmm. who wanted to sell slaves to the West yeah, because it was a part of their economy and a part of making them rich. Now, there are some mm-hmm. people right now who are probably saying, blasphemy, blasphemy. I invite them to take a trip. In history to, lane, down history well, lane. Well, beyond that, mm-hmm. I invite them to take a trip to the West Coast of Africa. Mm-hmm. and sit down and talk to some of those people. Mm-hmm. Now, I took the time in 2020 to, we're not going off place, are we? I took the time no. in 2020 okay. to talk to a good friend of mine, Wilson Ocotier, passed away in 2021, uh, about the slave trade. I've been studying this thing, these things for some time. Let me just say some time before. A lot of people are born right now. Right. Okay, and... Uh, I talked with him about how this works. Just using uh, critical thinking, I'm like, okay, if 
okay, there's no way you're going to bring a ship in mm-hmm. and have, let's just say you got 50 men in. You land on a continent yeah, and you go to a tribe and you say, okay, let's take about 350 people, chain them to our ship and take them back to the West. Mm-hmm. For a person to think that's a reality, you have to have a mindset of looking at 1939 Tarzan and thinking that there are like about 50, 60 people in the tribe. Right, but right. But tribes can have anywhere from 800,000 to 90 million people. Right. Okay. Wow. Now, so I'm like, okay, if this is a commodity, somebody's selling them sure. to these individuals sure. who are coming from, and it had to be other blacks. Mm-hmm. And from my studies, it was you'd have tribal wars. That's right. Mm-hmm. Okay? And when you would you would take prisoners. Now, you may keep a few for yourself. It's right. your slaves. Right. Like their slaves as well. Right. But then you would sell many of them. True enough, when I talk, and I can name some, but out of respect, I will not name those tribes. Right. right. But true enough, this man told me this, how this worked. And he said that the stronger tribes were actually, of course, they were the dominant ones, and the stronger tribes, they would get individuals, uh, they would get prisoners, or you may have kidnappings, and mm. they would take them, and they would sell them. And you mm-hmm. get things such as um, maybe yep. guns, mm-hmm. material, rum, mm-hmm. other different supplies. Sure. They didn't need money. Sure. You would get things like that. Mm-hmm. So when uh, there were some kings who protested when it stopped because it hurt their sure. uh, economy. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people, and I've talked to people, and I'll ask them, um, are you familiar with the Barbary Coast? Hmm. Have you ever heard of the Barbary Pirates? Mm-hmm. And most people would say, no. <laughs> if you look at the Barbary Coast, you find that you're speaking of an area in the coast of Africa. Mm-hmm. And even during the time of the slave trade, you had Barbary Pirates who were going on the coast. And they were of often these, Muslim, they, by the way. They were going on the coast, mm-hmm. going right. on the coast of these European mm. towns and villages. And they were taking people off into slavery in North Africa. Right. And over, I believe over one million Europeans right. were taken into North Africa. But it does not fit the paradigm. The paradigm. Well, well, yeah. And, you know, when you're talking about this stuff, what I'm thinking about modern day, look at the Taliban. You know, we pulled out of Afghanistan, uh, the debacle that happened, <laughs> and, um, and the way we pulled out. <clears throat> However... If you look at what happened since we pulled out and how the Taliban went back to their tribal ways and treating and, and murdering husbands, taking the women for slaves. Yep. Okay. So slavery still exists. Yep. It all, always exists. Is it ungodly? Yes. Why does God in his sovereignty allow it to happen? Mm-hmm. He has his plans. We'll see that in the end. There was slavery in the Bible. Yep. Uh, one of Bill Maher's biggest... Um, reasons for being an atheist is because there's slavery in the Bible. But it's just an ignorant statement because he doesn't understand it. Okay? okay. The slavery back then and it's, how things were. The difference between recording history exactly. and something that God recommends. Well, you had, and and you, plus those were bond servants well, and they you, owed money. And, and well, so you did forth. have true slaves. Remember, mm-hmm. the, Roman yep. em, the Roman Empire had over six million slaves. Yeah, exactly. But what you'll see is when, when the gospel is preached, remember God, God in his sovereignty he, because of the sin of man, here it goes. You had slavery because of sin. 
because of the fall of man now and and god said let him have dominion and this is going to take us i believe this should take us into what we're talking about let him have dominion but i believe after adam's fall from what we can see today much of this dominion was perverted Yes. And not only did you want dominion over the fish of the sea, the fowl of the air, the cattle and every creeper thing to creep up on the earth, mm-hmm. but man wanted dominion over man. That's right. And so that's what you see when you have when you have slavery, man right. having dominion over man. Now, they say, why did God allow it? We just brought that out. But mm-hmm. when you look at the gospel and if you look at Paul's preaching, they did not have the power to end slavery uh, when you had a Roman Empire, which was a world power at that time. But when the gospel was preached, mm-hmm. individuals were saved. Mm-hmm. Some slave owners began to free their That's slaves. Right. Mm-hmm. Even Paul gave instructions on how they were to be. He said, now this person is your brother. This mm-hmm. person that was your slave, the UC sermon, the was your slave, mm-hmm. was your brother. Mm-hmm. I, and, and this person, uh, you as master, this is also your brother. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you saw these things happening, and as time went on, eventually, it would have to end in bloodshed in some places. Fortunately, in England, it didn't end in bloodshed. In our country, it ended in bloodshed. And it seems like now we've gotten to a place where the country is so divided, mm. you'll probably, there's a strong probability, we just may see bloodshed again. Mm. Yeah, the on, yeah, the the only the only thing that is going to, would possibly has could heal our land is is the holy spirit is the outpouring of the holy spirit we're not going anywhere right now without that so you know it's really interesting dr dozier because you're saying the same muslim barbary pirates that were selling slaves going one direction on the other way when they were going back were taking people of other colors and selling them in other places and so you start to see that this slave trade this economy that's really happening is something that evil people have been doing you know, and there's your answer. And Evil this is people. this is yes, really right. what it gets down to. But at the same time, you know, we're at this situation in America where you have already said it that this country is divided. I mean, if I look at, you know, well, what's the number one thing that's wrong with America? Well, first of all, it would be repentance, right? But that is what you do in the presence of sin, and America hasn't really fully repented of of its sins. Okay, and especially with respect to, to slavery. You know, there's so many things that, that a person who does something can say that they're sorry. There's a million ways that they could do that. And that don't, don't involve, you know, um, you know, social justice. Do you see what I'm a saying? Punitive a punitive side, yeah. side to this, yeah. right? And so, but again, you can see that America won't repent from <coughs> any of these things. And so now we... We are, if you think about, you know, what's line one of destroying your enemy? doesn't matter the enemy. Divide and conquer. And so you can see why they're playing this card and how our, our, our sins from the past are coming back to bite us. Right. And, and now we're being used to divide us. Right? But you know what didn't occur to me until you mentioned all that? <clears throat> That's why we need that big brain, that big dozer brain in here. Just <laughs> bulldozer through us. Anyway, I, so when we talk about uh, white privilege, right, it's interesting because you saying that made me realize we never reference our current president in that way. But 
isn't he, if the, if that's what the the sort of the uh, dogma that's going around now right. isn't that in fact what how he got to his I mean let's be clear I, he's a white guy with dementia how how the hell is he our president like but let's and it's so true that it's a trickle down effect it's a trickle down for everyone else but not him right he wouldn't he be the very definition he's in the lower third of his class and yet he's the president of the united states he is the very definition of white privilege but you never hear that mentioned you also never hear that when it was in reference to nancy pelosi when she's speaker of the house wouldn't she also benefit from white privilege yeah being in that position but we have never it is never a conversation that's had which is wild to me because in every other area for every other position of power for, you know, middle class down, it's well, it's that conversation, but never in reference to him. That's well, you know, if you think prophetically, though, right, you you have to understand why is this happening in America? Sure. And it is sin, right? And it is the fact that we don't repent in the presence of sin. And so now you think about all the sins that that have happened in America and all the sins that are being committed. You know, and this is why I know we're, we'll segue into this. But you can see that this is a perfect example of why we do need to go back and repent for our sins. Every single one of them. If my people are called by my name, right? Yes. Will humble themselves and pray. Mm -hmm. There is only one answer in, in the presence of the fact that God is giving us more time. But Dr. Dozier, I know you have a lot of thoughts yeah. also about also other reasons why. This is distraction. You know, this yeah. this race card is a distraction for these other larger agendas right. and again mm -hmm. as we've seen why do you feel like um god is bringing america into into judgment not just the race card but also mm -hmm. the sex card right doc no okay. doubt yeah. mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh everybody's pretty much hit on it but uh there there are a couple of passages in the bible that often stick out to me uh one is found in the psalms and others found in proverbs you mean uh, the Psalms? And, uh, the Psalms. The, the Psalms. Right. What is found in the Psalms? What is found Psalm. in, in, in Proverbs? <laughs> and one says, the wicked shall be turned to hell. The wicked shall be turned to hell. And a nation which forgets God. Mm -hmm. And then the other says, if a ruler hearkens unto lies, all of his servants are wicked. Now, everyone in a country is not a servant of whoever is in power. Right. When it speaks of a servant, it's speaking of one who aids them, one who supports them. Um, this can be those on your cabinet. This can even be those who are in other governmental offices around the nation. And it can be those who make sure that you're in power, i.e. the vote. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, and so now, then we go to that portion where it says, the wicked shall be turned to hell, Sheol, the grave, and a nation will chase God out of his mind. I believe that America is where it is because it has rejected God. Mm -hmm. Amen. When America was moving, and you would have people saying, America's not a godly nation, America's not a godly nation. America was built on godly principles and it was built on godly principles but yet it looked some it looked we could say there was cognitive dissonance okay we could say you you have something written in your constitution but your your actions betray what is written 
Yes. And so humanity. Time, there you go. Time, <laughs> there's humanity. And so you could have men who who think to do good, but evil is present. Yes. And so as time goes on, things began to get better because you have more coming to God, the, the great Azusa Street movement of the early right. part of the 20th century. Mm-hmm. When you had this great move, William Pop Seymour, William Daddy Seymour, this 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 illiterate black man who was the leader of this thing, and you you had, and then the churches, all of them just came together. Boom, black, mm-hmm. white, everybody. Mm-hmm. 1907, the early part of the 20th century, over 100 years ago. Mm-hmm. And so you got this great movement, but then there's this pushback because blacks and whites are worshiping together. Mm. I believe that over 100 years ago, a lot of our problems could have been uh, diminished because mm-hmm. they all, they'll be sent in the world until Christ comes and, and, and consummates everything. We're not gonna get them all out of the way, but America could, could have been better. So you had those who gave mm. into the pressure and there was the split. Now, mm. what comes up out of this is the assemblies of God. Mm-hmm. The assemblies of God is formed. That was the that was the predominantly white portion. The assemblies of God. Actually, all of it came together, you know. And then you had people such as John G. Lake and all these other different people getting the credit for this and credit for that. And it shouldn't matter. But what this did was it it was it brought about great disappointment. Mm. And it was around 1988 when there was uh, some reconciling. Mm-hmm. Mainly the Church of God in Christ, they felt betrayed. They felt mm. left alone because all of them were part. Uh, uh, Charles Harrison Mason and all these guys who were the founder of the, they were all. They felt all left alone. They felt abandoned. And mm-hmm. in truth, they really were. Okay, mm-hmm. because at that time, as blacks, they did not have the power in this nation to push. Mm. But the others, the Caucasians who were with them, had it. Mm. But they kind of like yielded. Uh, to that pressure. So now let's say we advance and we get past the 1980s. Things started changing. Mm-hmm. They started changing. And people were going where they wanted to go, people marrying who they want to marry. Mm-hmm. At first, you would see it where at first they would ban you from the country. You're Against the law in certain states. They had to leave, mm-hmm. uh, go to England. And, and then it got to a point where, you know, you look. And then sooner or later, it got to a point where you just walked by and it was nothing. It was nothing, mm-hmm. nothing thought of it. Okay. Mm-hmm. This was solving too many problems. Mm-hmm. And Satan is like, I've got to do something about this. Let me just That's right. like that. I've got mm-hmm. to do something about this. So what you do is you bring up the sins of the past and you play on people's emotions mm. and right. you do it for power, whatever it takes for power. And you cover it 24 seven. Simply put for their mm-hmm. power, the ends justify the means. Yep. And so for younger people, I indoctrinate you and I teach you things like, for example, I teach you Jim Crow is still here when Jim Crow is gone. Right. And so they start believing in this Jim Crow and all this mm-hmm. and all that. And then you see these young people, you see these young people coming up and they're not just black. Many of them are Caucasian. Yeah. And you put this white guilt, there we go. You put this white guilt on people mm-hmm. instead of looking at us progressing to a, they call themselves progressives, but they are Decepticons. Oh, no, they're, <laughs> and, no, they're and, regressors. And, yeah, they're they're regressive, regressors. Decepticon, regressive Decepticons. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and so you see all of this happening mm-hmm. and you're taking this thing, you're taking it back and it goes back to where you came from in Matthew 24 when it says nation, ethnos. Racial, uh, uh, ethnic groups, 
will rise against ethnic groups. Right. And this is what they're doing. But how will it happen? Easy. How does something like that happen in the nation? You have to have influencers. Think about yeah. Jesus when mm -hmm. Pilate put him in front of the people. Yeah. And, and, and they, they showed his pitiful sight. Mm -hmm. and, and, and this one. Who, and then you got those in the crowd working. Well, this is what you have. And who do they use? Who's in their corner? Who's getting paid? Why would you pay people who are supposed to be journalists who know nothing about journalism $10 million to tell a lie because it benefits you? Yeah, everybody's and got so their price. day yeah. in and day out and mm -hmm. day in and day out and day in and day out, yep. they put this out and what you create is a giant, so here we go, you create a giant size national cult. Yep. If you don't think it is, go to most of the people, think like that, have conversation, and then go at that area. Boy, I just had chills up my spine because, you know, you're thinking to yourself, okay, how is this prophetic? He just said ethanos versus ethanos. ethanos. Yes. Now, do you guys just realize what he just said there? Yeah. That this was prophetic. We've talked about plagues. We've talked about pestilence. Yeah. We've talked about wars yeah. and rumors of wars. But we haven't talked about ethanos versus ethanos. Mm -hmm. And see, so you start to realize what did Jesus say in, in, his, in his prayer, the Lord's prayer? He said, our father. Who art in heaven. That's right, because he's talking to us, mm -hmm. right? In Jesus, in Christ, there is no Jew, no Scythian, no That's Greek, right. no nothing, That's right? That's right. And so it's the fatherhood of God that establishes the brotherhood of mankind. Mm -hmm. And so this is the very central tenet of who we are in Jesus Christ as a people, as a brother, as a family. Yeah. And he is telling you that it was going to be ethanos mm -hmm. versus ethanos. And so this is yet another reason why we have allowed these people to come in and divide us. And it's this division that they are now building hate, a whole dissolution, a whole, like you said, you call them a cult, right? Well, yeah, you're right. All this is correct. And but let's think about Ephesians 6. We're in a spiritual war. That's right. This is not, we're not battling against flesh. We're no. battling against, this is spiritual. Doc, when you brought up how they, you know, <clears throat> they were, we were coming together and people were not seeing other people through their ethnos, right? What happened was, J um, I was going to say Reggie Jackson, <laughs> not Reggie, Jesse Jackson. <laughs> I like Reggie Jackson. Reggie was hitting Mr. October. Jesse Jackson, <clears throat> who called himself a reverend. I don't know if he got a, a doctorate or got something in divinity. But however, he's the one who came up with African American. Mm -hmm. That started the segregation again. Satan could not have that unity if, because God, if God started moving in that unity, that would be. Um, we could have created another Azusa Street. It would have created a revival. And Satan said, no way. And now what you're seeing today is that separation, that division is being a spiritual division. And everything they talk about, God is love. God is love. Yeah, God is love. But you have to, it depends upon the object that you're loving. Okay? Um, and, and compare it to the scripture. God does not say you should philos that type of love another man a man with a man that is not godly you know so these certain things that we see and how they twist the word of god and how that's what satan did in the garden he doesn't change mm -hmm. he took the word of god mm -hmm.
twisted it and deceived the woman, and then the man fell too, right? Well, I really appreciate that, Doc, because you're showing us that there is a prophetic nature to the division that we're having here in this country. And this is something that God has told us that the that ones who are in the know, we know there is no ethnicity in Christ. And that they were going to use ethnicity or ethnos to divide and conquer us. And that's mm -hmm. exactly what's happening. And if you're a Christian, you have to be a part of of helping to dispel this 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 cult, really, that's, that's, that's crept over our nation, it's crept over, you start to see pastors even congregating, denominations congregating, like he talked about. And uh, mm -hmm. the only way it can really work is exactly this, our Father. Who that is the heaven. very central core of who we are as Christians. Doc, keep going. What else is going on in America prophetically? Prophetically. What are you feeling? What I what tell I see, me how you feel, Doc. First of all, what I see is not just about Christians. What I see is not just America, but I see the world. So let's start with America, and let's see what's happening. Let's see what's happening with with Christianity. If you want to take a nation, you I'm speaking of. If Satan wants to take a nation on spiritual, then what has to happen is he has to take God out of it mm. history has proven that when a nation loses its spirituality morals that not only do the people turn on one another but the economy goes bad uh, everything falls apart politically mm. this is what we're seeing in America and I believe it's because of the uh, as we say, the, the, the lowering of standards in Christ. It is now reported when I was coming up, uh, and I'm pretty sure I'm the oldest at the table, when I was coming up, they were saying, well, about, they were saying about maybe 75, 80% of Americans. Wait, Dr. Dennis is the child at the table? No, I don't think I'm the child. <laughs> they were saying about 75, 80% of Americans were Christian. I believe that would be identified as, but did you live that? Now they're saying 63%. My question is, if 63% of Americans are Christian and 37% aren't, then why is this not a nation that is dominated by righteousness? So yes. there's something wrong with that it's picture. The pulpit. So, yeah. And so now that's where we go. What's happening is you're seeing that last day falling away. And this is not the time for people to say, and usually people in the church are the ones who say what I'm about to say. Oh, here we go again. Every time something happens in the world, there's an earthquake or there's a hurricane. We say this, we say that there's a war. Right, right, no, right. this is worldwide right now. Right. And there's been nothing seen like this in America, even on the face of the earth, mm -hmm. immoral-wise, since Sodom and Gomorrah. Right. And it's mm -hmm. worse than that because those were cities. This is a nation. Okay, mm -hmm. there's nothing that's been mm -hmm. seen like this. So, and, and then when you have the churches, the apostate churches, those who have fallen away, is when you say apostasy, uh, it's synonymous with divorce, apostasy. Yeah. It's, not, it's not just, and that's synonymous with backsliding. We should use that word lightly, backsliding, just person doesn't. But yeah. backsliding is the Old Testament word for yes. the apostate. Yes, okay? it is. Yes, it is. When you apostatize, not only do you fall, not only do you fall away from God, but right. you begin to speak uh, insultingly concerning God. Mm. For example, some of the churches now, uh, and they're 
big name and in all denominations and non-denominational, mm-hmm. some of the churches now are saying that it's it's archaic to believe saved by grace through faith. Yeah. And huh? instead what you want to do is you want to become relevant to the culture. Mm. So if I become mm. relevant to the culture, right. what that is saying is I am <clears throat> moving from absolutism, the absolutes of God and Lord God, I change not. Mm. I'm right. moving from being deontological. I'm mm. moving, I'm yeah. moving from uh, uh, being objective. In other words, what God's word says is true right. to relativism. And when I look at relativism, mm. I'm saying what's relevant to me, what's relevant for me, this fits me. So times. this is what I'll go. And so this is what some of the leaders are doing now. Mm. They're going cultural. And in order to be uh, successful, which they don't realize their success is worldly success, but is unsuccessful with God, they have to speak against uh-huh. the truth of God's word. You think you're speaking against those who are still standing on, uh, for example, I've heard preachers, I never preach anything about sin. What? Really? I've heard that. I believe that if, if they'll know, well, Jesus talked about it a lot. Oh, Joel Holstein's okay. famous for that. He doesn't okay. preach about. Well, sin. he says he don't qualify to. He doesn't really. He says he don't qualify to speak on certain things. Which, if you say you don't qualify to speak mm-hmm. on certain things in the Bible, Why you, have you, no you have no business right. leading people. That's right. Okay, these evolving, these evolved and continued evolving people. You need to evolve yeah. out of the pulpit. So this is what I'm seeing happening in the church, and I believe what ha- what has happened. Some of them, they have gained so much until they look at it as we have a lot to lose. But you're looking at it the wrong way. What does it profit a man to gain the whole world and lose his soul? Yep. If you try to hold on to the things that you gain materially, you will lose your soul. And so this is what we say. There's one church is called transformational. I'm gonna call it out, transformational. And they use that to say, well, we're transformational. So yes, uh, transsexual and all and everything and this and the other. And so if we say these things are sin, then we are being haters. And we say Jesus. I'll so, be a hater. So we say Jesus. Right. We say Jesus set uh, uh, and ate and drank with wine bibbers and publicans. Okay, they use that. It's not like Jesus went around every day saying, "Okay, who are the next one? Who's the next one?" So out of context. Get it in context. Who were these publicans that he sat with? Oh my God! Matthew can't. was a publican. Yeah. Matthew was a tax collector. Yeah. When Matthew, when when Jesus called Matthew, Matthew took Jesus to his house. It's in the Bible. He took Jesus to his house. Yeah. And had a feast, and yeah. they could see it with other publicans. Look at him sitting there <laughs> eating with those publicans. Well, you might as well say he, said, he he made one a disciple who, too. Wait, wait, wait. Who said that to him? Who accused them of that? Come on, the religious the, leaders. Religious leaders. And, and so this is this is what you see today. They're 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 saying they're saying things they're saying things about us today. For example, even if you teach repentance, they like to say change, but they're not saying change of heart towards God. Mm-hmm. It's just that the person they don't want to say uh, because repent is too. But when you look at repent, metanoia is a change for the better. It's a turn for the in a biblical sense. It's a turning to God from the world to God. I can stay worldly and change if I was a drug addict and mm-hmm. I'm no longer a drug addict and I've gone to some twelve step program and I see a leaf as my God. I can change from being mm-hmm. a drug addict and become an idolater. Yeah. Okay. So, but so what is this change? Right. So you're saying things t- so that people can feel comfortable mm-hmm. coming in. 
Mm. And, and and this is the problem that we're this is the problem that we're facing. It's not saying that we want to sit there and condemn individuals and be self-righteous, but we need to be like Jesus. Jesus didn't just say to that woman that was taking adultery, he didn't say, Go on about your business. No. He said, Go and sin no more. Sin no more. And this is not what Call we call to repentance. So if you don't use the word sin, mm-hmm. if you don't use the word repentance, mm-hmm. and you just say change, oh, I'm happy because I'm enjoying being around the people. And, and now you start saying you can keep on preaching your grace and like the one guy was saying um, uh, Social out of, club. Out of um, elevation worship or whatever it was, hmm. he was saying how they can keep on talking about their Calvin. I don't speak about Calvin or Jacob Amenius. I speak the Bible, what Jesus said, but hmm. you still don't go against men whom God has used. Hmm. You keep saying this and doing this and we'll just keep bringing in. So what they're doing is they're basing things on numbers and not the gospel. Converts, we talked about this numerous times. Is they're not making, you know, Jesus told us to go make disciples. Make disciples. Not converts. Isn't that what you also call the seeker-friendly churches? Yes. I mean, that's that's the very definition of what you're talking about. So, you know, when you think about that Bible passage, it talks about foolish and unlearned questions avoid, right? So I think there are things that we have to avoid in the church because we do have a a culture that is very diverse. But the problem is, and this goes back to a podcast we did with Dr. Dozier, the issue is, are you going to be politically correct or are you going to be biblically correct? Absolutely. And that this is our father. Mm -hmm. It is his kingdom, right? There's a point at which we all have to go, there is a God and I'm not him and I'm going to follow him. I'm not going to follow these vain doctrines of all this political correctness. But this is also where we get the drag queens in the church or we just watched a a priest or a preacher talk about the other day why trans was accepted by Jesus, that Jesus would actually push the trans agenda. Did they not? Absolutely. And that that these men they took biblical scripture to twist it and, and say that, that they should support it because he Jesus said to gather his church like the mother hen. See, so he said mother hen. Yeah, Jesus so, was our mother, right? Yeah. So therefore, he was trans. And they should be able to parade themselves in front of our children too. By the way, yeah. Uh, well, we talked about that too in one episode about if you hurt one of these little ones, it'd be better for you to have a milestone tied around your neck. Yeah. Doc, when you were talking, a couple of things were coming to mind. One thing was that you said that we get. You know, we get called out when we call them out. And um, the Holy Spirit just, you know, Matthew 5, you know, blessed are you when you're persecuted for my namesake. The other thing that came, that Jesus said there there will be times when they will drag you to the synagogue and murder you, thinking they're doing God, they're killing you for God's sake. You know, you think about the future and, you know, or what we project we're living in it but it's coming to to transpire before us and um the other thing that came to mind was um this galatians chapter one um galatians chapter one paul said if anyone comes and preaches a different gospel let them be accursed and he said it again if anyone comes either me or an angel from heaven comes and preaches a different gospel let him be accursed even if dr dennis even if i do it <laughs> i mean i mean and 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 when you're talking about this apostasy that's what we see before us and we are going back to the ephesians 6 we're to stand firm we're to put on the armor of god and stand firm and not when if you all when you did all you could do to stand, then stand. 
Dr. Dennis is on fire today, Dr. Dennis. I mean, he is on fire. Because he has something that he said earlier about love. And when you look at this and what I'm about to say, and I've been thinking about this, it's not just when we're looking at, and they are part of the world, they say they're of Christ, but they aren't. But when we look at, it's not just, it's not just where the, uh, when we look at uh, the uh, rulers of the darkness of this world. And that's world rulers. That's world rulers. When you look at rulers of the darkness of this world, that's world rulers who are who, who are wicked. Mm-hmm. It's not just them. And those are the ones who usually orchestrate the persecution. But it's not just them. Mm-hmm. But you're also going to have the apostate church coming mm. to the true church. Yep. Because it's going to line up. So the question becomes... What causes this to happen? Why does this happen with these people? And you mentioned love. Okay, when we look at God, as he was mentioned, like philos, that's one that you can be fond of a person, a friend, and all of that there. That, that's good. But when it comes to the type of love that God, and, and as man shows to one another, uh, that is what's going to take us through. Agape, acted out in agapeo. That's, that's in, in action. Right. Now, right. when you look in Second Thessalonians chapter 2, Verse 10 and verse 11, it tells us that there's going to be delusions, deceivableness Mm -hmm. of unrighteousness. And this is in those who are perishing. And here's the reason. Mm -hmm. You said love. God's love brings us truth. And it says that they did not take hold of the love of the truth, that they might be saved, that they might be delivered. And now here it is. And for this cause... God shall send them strong delusion. delusion. Mm-hmm. He is going to, God is going to cause them mm-hmm. to believe something mm-hmm. that is really false. And people say, well, that's not fair. They don't have a chance. No, you have to read before. He, you won't believe the truth. You get the consequences. So what I'm going to do. Truth or consequences. Was there a show about that? That you will believe a lie. You go back to Ahab. Mm-hmm. Ahab wanted the prophet to speak to him, but he wanted the prophet to hear what he would say. Right. What he wanted to hear. Right. The prophet knew what would happen, so at first he, yes, you shall. And he goes, no, you speak truth. Right. And so when he speaks truth to Ahab, Ahab, I told you he didn't like me, has him locked up. Right. But the truth was that he was going to die. So what happens yeah. is he has all of these these people, these false prophets, that he's gonna, you're going to be successful, you're going to do this. But why did this happen? The word takes us to a picture in heaven. Mm-hmm. And it says... There was a council in heaven, the mm-hmm. sons of God that came before his throne. Mm-hmm. And one said, I will go to him this way, I'll go to him that way. Another says, I will go to him with a lie. With mm-hmm. a lying prophet. Mm-hmm. So you know that these are evil spirits because mm-hmm. they steal an access. Yep. So God permitted the one, the mm-hmm. one demon, the one, whatever it was, evil spirit, to go and fill the mouths of the false prophets with lies. Right. And that is what is happening. When you said this is not, that is what is happening today. If yep. they're being sent strong delusion, what happens is you say, well, God, no, God permits those mm-hmm. he, because you won't hear his truth. Then what he does is he permits those lying spirits. Right. Doctrines of demons. Right. Seducing spirits and doctrines of demons. Mm-hmm. He permits them to come and speak. And we're seeing this. In our lifetime, probably like we've never seen it before. Uh, you even you're even having people. I was looking at uh, what's the guy's name, Mika and Joe, and these guys sitting there, oh, and I'm like, I'm like, you guys are dooming yourself. Just what you read out of Galatians, 
they're trying to do this Bible thing and bring out how can these people and he's saying how he's a believer I know nobody's perfect but I'm this and Ugh. and he's bringing out how can these people do this with when the word he's going to, and I'm sitting I'm saying oh my goodness this man is condemning himself and he doesn't even know it no you guys support same-sex marriage you support abortion, partial mm. birth, or even if it's out of the womb, you support everything yeah. that's not like God, and yep. you want to sit here and try to use God's word. Mm -hmm. And so this is what we're seeing today, and if, and I, if I yield just a second, if more pastors would release this, or if they knew to release it, knew it to release it, if they knew it to release it, Yes, some people may walk out on you, mm -hmm. but you'll see more people ready to stand in mm -hmm. this last day. Mm -hmm. Amen. And that is from a pastor to pastors. But I was going to tell you, and we've really been able to identify these people that are just speaking some pure falsehoods. But the other thing that I'm seeing happen is I'm seeing churches that it will only preach the gospel. They will not address any other topics in our society. It's almost like going to the matrix when you go to their, their churches. They're still preaching the gospel. I can't even... Which gospel, I, Well, I can't tell that they're compromising on the gospel. But what I can tell you is, is that they don't go beyond exactly John 3.16 for the most part. And or they might talk about how, you know, you can have work on your Christian character or how you could witness more. But they never go off of any of those topics. They never address... Well, what's happening in the world today for that you see what i'm saying <clears throat> and so these are the this is this you, you know you could call it the huggy bear group because it's only about you, the love right it's churchianity it's churchianity we talked about this and and it, it's all what it is it's churchianity it's just making converts they don't talk the whole word the whole gospel the whole counsel of god they that's won't right. they can't do it because they're afraid they're going to lose people that's right. you start telling people they're going to go to hell if they don't do this and this <laughs> well, guess right. what? And the other problem is, is that church is not for seekers. Church is yeah. for congregants, for the body of Christ. Jesus seeks Jesus to save that which was lost. Well, right. But why do we get together? We get together so you being a pastor could build up your flock, right. give them the tools so they could go spread the word and and preach the gospel to people they live with and so, so forth. So could you right? say that's backwards? They're saying seeker-friendly. They're looking for the seekers mm -hmm. when we're supposed to be seeking those who don't know what they're looking exactly. for. Exactly. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. Hmm. So a little would, twist but there. What would you say, Doc, about that church? Because they, they just see all this controversy, anything going on in the world, so then they just focus on that. What would you say to okay, that let church? Me, let me do a little. Run. Let me do a little. Let me do a little Paul rhetoric, some rhetoric. Let's do some Dozier rhetoric. Okay, here's how I'll look at that. I'm going to do some of this Dozier rhetoric, like Paul would say. Yeah. When Paul would say, what then? Shall we this? Shall we that? Yes. So let's just say you have someone, after saying what you said, they just stay there on the gospel message. Someone says, well, where else should we go? And now, can I answer them biblically? You bet. All right. From where? I can go to Hebrews 6. Hebrews. Watch mm -hmm. this. Therefore, leaving the principles of the doctrine of Christ, the elementary teachings, the elementary te come out Amen. of first grade. Amen. The elementary teachings. Come on, the pass the milk, Christ, Doc. Let us go on to perfection, not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works and Ooh. faith towards God. It tells us that this we would do if God permit. 
Uh, and so when we look at this, what was the purpose of the writing of Hebrews? You had those who had come to Christ, mm -hmm. and now things were being made hard on them. It tells us later in the writing that even some of their goods were plundered. They were made a gazing stock. Uh, their families, these were Jewish believers, their families were probably uh, disavowing some of them. And there mm -hmm. were individuals who were deciding, some thinking and some actually going back to the elements of the law. They were going back mm -hmm. to sacrificing animals. And, and, and Jesus said, no, this can't, Paul was, bring, I mean, the writer of Hebrews, whomever he may have been, he was saying, this has been done. All of this has been completed in Christ. Mm -hmm. Now, they're not going there. Well, you got some groups who are going there. Right. Some of these groups who are trying to preach a racial Jesus. Oh, let me, I, that's another story. Yeah. Oh, but, yeah. But here it is. You've got people going to these different things. Mm -hmm. uh, they're going even lower. Mm -hmm. They're going even lower than legalism. They're really going to what you call antinomianism. Yep. Antinomianism, anti-against, nomos, law. Mm -hmm. Antinomianism against law. And what this believes is that salvation requires faith in Jesus only and adherence to no moral laws. Amen. So once you believe, you live like you want to. And so they think that they can keep preaching this, get them in, preaching this, get them in, and you never teach people how to leave. Well, you might yeah. as well not teach Romans 12, 1 and 2. Yeah, okay? right. So you never right. really teach people how to live. And then when you look at things that are happening today, the most you can get out of some preachers is, well, the word says these things are going to happen. I think the next time you hear someone, well, not, next time you hear a preacher say, well, it says these things are going to happen, say, by all means, enlighten me on what it says is going to happen. Because they've <laughs> learned to just throw something out there. That's it. But what did it say we're supposed cliches are we not supposed to be watchmen on the wall amen we had that talk amen excuse me no hey thank you for that dozerism alex say something nothing okay. come on I'm girl i'm gonna be it. honest with you what does one say after that oh yeah. i think it i think it's awesome doc what i think when you talk about that scripture in hebrews 6 i also think about what paul is talking in galatians 2 the Judaizers mm -hmm. who were who were coming to the Gentiles mm -hmm. and they were making them practice Judaism. Mm -hmm. And Paul's like, can he called out Peter? Hey, what are you doing here? You know, we know being Jews that we can't be saved by the law, that only through the grace of God, right, that are we saved. And and then that it's it's if if Christ died, otherwise Christ died in vain. If you're going to go back to the law, could save Christ died in vain. Why did Why did he die there? Have you ever thought that perhaps we should stop calling out political figures, and we need to start calling out some of these preachers? I, I, I well, yes. When we're all in all, and if I could summate what we talked about this last hour, I would say the problem with America is that the church did not stand firm over the last forty years. It, it started with the pulpit. There's been some bad um, theology in in, this, in the seminaries, or as my brother calls them, cemeteries, mm -hmm. because they're not teaching the, the whole counsel of God. And I think that we're, um, don't forget, we are not a democracy. We are a representative republic. What we see in office that we get so disgusted about is we see representatives of ourselves. Where do these people come from? Us. Yep. Right? May well, I just put this shout out? Grace and Truth Christian University, 813-903-8822. You will get a solid, spirit-filled, theological education. Amen. 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 
you know, and like I say, we don't put a lot of shouts out for Dr. Dozier, but he is doing a great job. And, Always. you know, the reason that he's my friend is because, you know, every time I've ever wanted to talk about something, he will talk about it. Mm. And this is going to tell you something about your pastor. Mm-hmm. What won't he talk about? Mm-hmm. Because Jesus would talk about anything with anyone. He, Amen. There were no taboo subjects. Do you see what I'm saying? Because the world... Things are happening in the world, and you can't get your pastor to address any of them. Mm-hmm. And it's really important for you to realize, and if you have a place, you know, where you need to be, and that's why we started this podcast, mm-hmm. you know, and, and as we end up here, I think about this. The Bible told us that it would be nation rising against nation, mm-hmm. and that this ethnos is part of, of unfortunately, our sins in this country mm-hmm. that are now coming back to create an ethnos. Mm-hmm. In be warring societies, warring cultures, subcultures mm-hmm. in our society, and as Christians, we are called to repent of that, and we are called to acknowledge our sins. Do you see what I'm saying? Amen. And this is this is where the church is failing right now. We haven't had a national day of repentance that is specifically named this sin. Mm. We haven't had it, mm. and any unnamed sin, John, uh, one, uh, what is it? First Corinthians. No wait. First John 1, 9, you know, if we confess our sins, Since he is faithful and just to forgive us. And we've never cleanses. done that as a church. Mm-hmm. And that's what we need to, to heal the ethnos injury. Mm-hmm. But you also have to remember, and we go back to this, that if you're going to see a prophetic shift into end times, mm-hmm. the one world government can't really happen as long as America is here. The America that we know and love has been here mm-hmm. because we have been a force against any any government or any force in the world that would dare to do what the Bible says is coming. But we're seeing that, you know, we're, we're seeing the shift in America. We're seeing an implosion of our values in our churches, and we're seeing this, this apostate church. And the key here, everything we're saying, a lot of people don't know this, but the Pope himself has, along with one of the, you know, I keep saying Mahdi's. I forget what they call them in, in bishops in, and stuff. Well, no, we're talking in Imam. the Muslim churches, Imam. the oh, imams, the imams, oh. the Pope, and some imam. And of course, we have you know um, the purpose driven church. What's his name? Um, oh, yeah, yeah. And he's been Rick on. Warner. Rick Warren has mm-hmm. been on this. 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 Is Chrislam. Chrislam, and mm-hmm. and so here we have multiple Christian entities. We have the Pope, and mm-hmm. we have an imam that are declaring. Chrislam. Mm-hmm. And so we have this candidate now for this one world re- religion that's coming. And right. you can see how apostate that mm-hmm. it really becomes and mm-hmm. how the gospel itself is absolutely under question. So these are the prophetic things. We're seeing a, a an ethnos uh, division of nation against nation. And then we're also seeing this idea that we're seeing a false church arise and this is the apostate church that God has warned us about. And so these are all warnings of the shakings that are coming that we have loosed ourselves from the moorings of our country. So I'm going to leave it, Doc. You want to say one more anything else before we... Uh, yes, you just mentioned... Uh, Krishlam? You just mentioned mm-hmm. that. And, uh, Cinemosca Church? About, Cinemosca uh, Church? Back in uh, November... <laughs> You also had these leaders who were who called themselves going to the area they believed to be Mount Sinai to do a new climate Ten Commandments. 
Mm. So we're seeing because they destroyed the wow. uh, so the we're seeing, bones. A, yeah, we're seeing a great, great uh, apostasy. Mm-hmm. Uh, as we look at this. Uh, this judgment of America, and as you were mentioning, it cannot happen unless America is a part of it. The question becomes, what can we do to not be a part of it? We know that uh, Congress did not uh, approve of this ESG, okay, that they just recently came up with. Tell us what ESG is again. E- ESG has, is, uh, I believe, what is it? Um, it's, uh, I believe it's, uh, it's environment, society, and governmental. Mm-hmm. And they have like these three rings, but mm-hmm. this is linked with the Great Reset. Yeah, the UN yes. Agenda and 2030. When, and, when mm-hmm. you, and when you look at this, when you got Klaus Schwab and Harari, you got, and, and uh, Bill Gates and all of these people who are, who are over this, mm-hmm. okay? and these guys are not appointed authorities no. uh, in in any nation. And, nope. and, and this will probably be another podcast. But mm-hmm. in when you look in Ezekiel, Daniel, and, and Revelation, you're going to see where it speaks of some individuals uh, who uh, who had not received authority, being placed in authority, mm. and they have stated that they have been given divine authority. That's right. The question is, who gave them divine authority? It definitely didn't come from God. So when I look at this, I believe that, unfortunately, our leadership has done a banged-up job in damaging all the progress that has been made in this nation. And because they don't live on this level, Mm -hmm. they really do not see Neither do I believe they care to see the damage that they were doing. Looking right here, right now, we've got two ethnicities, and we probably got parts of three ethnicities sitting right here, right now, and we all love one another. That's right. And there's there's nothing there's nothing pretentious about it. Right. And to do the things that they're wait, doing, I thought the Irish were like their own ethnicity. It could, it could only be. <laughs> they're kind of red. I said three or four. Well, I said three, so four, maybe four. But it, it it's nothing more than a hatched up plan by Satan. Because we go yeah. back to twenty four. Yep. You have Absolutely. to divide. The only way that a kingdom will fall is to divide. Right. It. Mm-hmm. And as we said on that next one, to the east. Yes, there are some beasts in the east, and I'm not talking about I'm not talking mm. about the Big East uh, tournament, yep. the, the Big East, <laughs> the Big East conference. But there is a beast in the eastern world, mm-hmm. and they are looking at what's happening in the western world. Mm-hmm. And the main thing they're looking at is our demise. The weaker we get, that's right. The more confidence they get, and you better believe when it happens, it's going to be a part of the judgment of God. I do mm. believe I do believe that America can rebound, but I believe the only way that it could rebound is through much despair because we allowed it to get this far. Yep. Half the people in this you have a nation where half the people you can pretty much say want either that which is right or a semblance of right. And then you have, and I mean right in righteousness, and another half of the people 
who have been taken in a direction that's totally away from God. Mm-hmm. How do you reconcile that? You can't. Without Jesus coming. That's it. With his sword in his mouth. How do you reconcile? Mm-hmm. I don't believe that this can be reconciled by man. It, politically, it cannot. No, it no cannot not politically. Happen. It has so, to be spiritual, so this like is we where, talked about. This is where we need to go in the next podcast. Absolutely. Because what you just heard him say is that America is not going to repent unless there becomes judgment. And the reason the Lord loves him whom he disciplines. Mm -hmm. And you have to remember that that is why, you know, the harbingers presented in this country, that is why God has been showing us these things, that his hedge of protection has been continuing to roll back. And now we start to see that what's imminent for America is becoming some type of judgment. And the only good news I can tell you is, is that if God judged Europe, I'm not really sure that even in the presence of judgment, they might repent. But in the presence of judgment, America might remember its roots. If we were in the trenches, maybe we would cry out to God again, the one who helped us found this country that we talked about and how we were dedicated to God. And mm-hmm. this is the source of our, of our success. And just like Balaam, Mm-hmm. They brought in the enemies, and we have the false prophets that are seducing us and have led us away from God. And we need to abandon those false prophets. Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is one of the best episodes we've done in a long time because you can see I was feeling the weight of what was going to happen today. And I pray for you as you swallow these things and you realize you prepare your heart, you get your house in order because we could be looking at judgment falling upon America. Let's let Dr. Dozier pray us out. Doc, would you do that? Be so kind to pray us out. Father, we bless you. We thank you. We honor you. You are great. You are greatly to be praised. And Lord, even as we have discussed today, uh, we pray, Lord God, that as you looked upon us, you were pleased with what was said. We thank you for the boldness that you've given us to speak with clarity. And Lord, we would like to start that repentance. We would like to start that repentance. We ask, Lord God, that you forgive us and, 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 and that there'll be a change of heart, even if there's anything that you find in us, any secret sins that you find in us as it comes to people, Lord. We pray, Lord, that you would just purge it out, just just take it out of us in the name of Jesus. Yes. And I just, I, we just, we're just grieved, Lord, that you have graced this nation to have people of different ethnicities, and yet, Lord, there are a number of people, a few people, who've managed to divide a great people where great things were beginning to happen. Lord, we never reached that greatness. I don't know where they see it. We never reached that greatness, but we do recognize that greatness can come from trusting and relying upon you. Not only can it come, but it will come from trusting and relying upon you. So, Lord, as we leave this day and we close this session, we pray that every vessel that have heard us today, Lord, we pray that they would just contemplate and consider what has been said today, even the scripture that has been used, Lord, and we use quite a bit of your word, the scripture that has been used, that they would look in your word to see if it is so. And we thank you for this, and we do give you honor, glory, and praise. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 God bless each one of you.
Hey folks, this is Dr. Kevin Cruz giving you another pump because guess what? The Supernatural Junkies are on Rumble. All you have to do is go to Rumble, go to search, and when you search for channels, you look for Supernatural Junkies and all of our stuff is going to start popping up. It's great because you're going to be able to see the links. You'll get to see exactly why we are saying what we're saying. But most importantly, this is a great way to share with your family and your friends exactly why we are living in prophetic times and why we cannot give up access to our bodies.